Hello, hello, this is JT and welcome to my podcast, It's Just a Belief. Today, I want to talk to you about the topic that is so dear to me and it's the topic of friendship. I want to deep dive, go and visit what are your beliefs about friendships. I want to share a few stories of how friendships, especially in the childhood, can really have a major impact in people's life later. And before we do so, as you know, I encourage you to sign up to my website, itnocoach.ca, so you get the latest news and invitations to free events. She lives in the wonderful world of the state of hypnosis and finds hidden gems in your subconscious mind. She laughs, she loves, she breathes, goes deep, transforms, transitions, and laughs again. More than anything, she knows that it's just a belief. I really wanted to talk about friendships and the beliefs around friendships and also how healthy friendships are so paramount into having a balanced life. And I, I kind of looked for a few definitions and, and it was very interesting. A few words came out. The word bounding came a lot. Intimacy came a lot. And then there's one that I really liked, which was simply on Wikipedia, which was choosing to be with one another, choosing. And, and in the work that I do, often people will realize that they have the choice and they can choose friendship if they elect so. Enjoying time spent together. And then being able to engage in a positive and supportive role to one another. So there's the reciprocity that always comes up in almost everything I read about friendship. There is a reciprocity. It's not a transactional relationship in terms of giving something to get something else. It's much more being able to engage, kind of even commit to positive and supportive. And supportive came a lot too. This is a word that is present in many of the definition about friendships. So I have great friends. I am fortunate to have friends that have been in my life for more than four decades. And um, I must say, friends are probably, real friends are probably the most important relationships in my life. And a friend can also be a family member that do become a friend. I have experienced a true friendship with one of my aunt where she was no longer my aunt. She was, we had really that supportive relationship. So it doesn't necessarily need to be somebody outside of your family. It can be somebody in your family with whom you develop a friendship relationship. It's more rare, but it happens, right? And and that companionship really becomes uh, such a gift. Then I want to touch on your own beliefs about friendships. What are your beliefs about friendships? Especially when we, depending on how old we are, we have different ways of conceiving friendship. One of the very common friendship that uh, a belief that I'm that I hear from people is. It's so hard to make new friends with age. I don't subscribe to this one. My experience has been able to develop true friendship way after my 40s. 
Some people might not have stayed many years. Uh, some have stayed longer, but they were through friendships for the time that they were. Again, some people think that friendships have to be forever. I don't also subscribe to that point of view. I think you can experience true friendship for a certain period of time. With colleagues, namely, we can develop very intimate, supportive relationship. And when I talk about intimacy as being open, vulnerable, being able to show up really with authenticity and without fear of this being, you know, used against us or or even being, you know, spread around. So there's that kind of trust in what we're going to share with that person. So some people do have the belief that it's too late to make friends. And I think if you do have this belief, I really do encourage you, if friendship is something important in your life, to reconsider your point of view. Um, it does take more time. Sometimes it is more tricky because people are busy and, and, and it's harder to see each other as much. But true friendship sometimes um, doesn't require as much in presence. There is an in-presence time, I believe, that is necessary to maintain a healthy friendship. But sometimes there could be period in that friendship where you're less uh, physically available to one another because of, well, first, you know, there's been the COVID, but also, you know, some life events, people have kids and then they have elderly parents and then work and then sometimes move to another city or another country. But, you know, I encourage you really to revisit this, this point of view. And then there is that thing again, as I said about it, it needs to last forever. Otherwise it's not friendship. I don't also subscribe to that point of view. And I also do encourage you to really revisit this if you want to, because you may miss out on very significant relationships that don't necessarily last forever, but could have a very positive impact for both persons because that, that reciprocity in friendship is something very important. We're not in a therapeutic relationship. We're not in a coaching relationship. We're not in a transactional relationship. We are in a relationship where there's give from both sides and receiving from both sides. The other thing that always strikes me is those stories of childhood about friendship. So many of the clients have visited time where they were friend with somebody and beliefs started to form, especially when the friends started to have other friends and let them down. Oh, I'm not important. Or when uh, there was the popular group and everything they had to do to be friends with the popular group. So fawning and sometimes not being authentic or not being their real self just to be accepted because feeling that, you know, what I am is not enough. So I need to force my way into a popular group so that I can have friends. Or people will say, you know, this person made such a difference. She was the only person, you know, that was really listening to me that I could connect to, that I could share things with. So experiencing that type of relationship could be very precious when we are uh, at an earlier age or young 
in school. I remember, I want to talk about that friendship because it's, um, it's a very, very important part of my life. I remember the day where I met my friend. It was Halloween and she had the Charlie Chaplin outfit. And I love Charlie Chaplin. I'm a big fan of it. And wow, I saw her and I thought, wow, she, she looked like such a, a different, creative, energetic, kind person. And I immediately was drawn to her. And I thought it was very hard for me to have good friends. Like, you know, I really had to fawn to have friends. I had to be nice to have friends. I had to do all these things that I thought I had to do, right, to have friends because I thought... I was awkward. I thought I was odd. I thought I, I was unable to really connect. I thought that if people found out who I was, they wouldn't like me anymore. So, so, but this person I saw and wow, I really, really connected with her. And I kind of saw her soul. I kind of saw how good of a person she was. And, uh, you know, slowly we did became friends and, um, uh, and certain things happened in my life where I started to drink and she was there. And at one point it was too much for her. And as a good friend, uh, she said, you know, this is too much for me. You're drinking and everything and, and your problems, like it's, it's too much for me. And she kind of withdrawn a little bit. And I thought, wow, at the time I respected that. I was not angry at all. I was like, I, I could see that this was a genuine person who was kind of overwhelmed by, by all my issues and problems. And, and she was respectful enough of me and of her to just walk away in a very gentle manner. We were still talking, we were still friends, but she could no longer engage into how desperate I was and how um, anxious I was at the time. And that's good. And then, you know, we grew out of, I grew out of this and, and slowly our relationship started to grow again. And it, you know, we went through different things. She went through something very important and I couldn't be, I was in Vancouver at the time. There was a, a dramatic event in her life and I was in Vancouver. I could not be there for her. I could not and I felt so bad. I felt like, and at the same time, my mother had a car accident. Anyway, I was like, I'm away. And there was no, I don't know why there was no, there was no way I would, I would have come back. There was something that was holding me back in BC at the time. But I felt like, wow, she's going through all this and I'm not there for her. And, and I carried this. Um, until today, until this week, actually, I carried this with me as wow. And this is to demonstrate that, yes, when we are friends, we are there for one another and we exchange and we bond and we support one another. But in the whole friendship history or story, sometimes there are times where we are not there for the person. It may happen. And it doesn't mean that it's a rotten friendship or it's not a true friendship. 
it means that it's a friendship that's going through a phase where we cannot support that person for whatever reason it is, but it doesn't really throw away the whole relationship. And sure enough, right, uh, came back, had, you know, many years of great friendships. And then eventually I got into my own family life and got into my own things. And, and there was no place for friends outside of my family life at the time. And, and, and I was also in the life and in the relationship that was taking that was taking the whole place. And she at one point said to me, you know, there's no really place for, for your family, you know, the men in your life and me. Like you're not into our relationship. You're not there. You're not present. And so, we, you know, we kind of put our friendship on pause for a couple of years, a good four or five years at the time. And the thought of her was there a lot. And I know it's reciprocal. Um, and there was no anger. There was no, you're bad. There was no, this is crazy or this and that, or you're no longer my friend or what a bad person or you betrayed me or you're disloyal. No, I was like, okay, you know, Jeanne Lelene is going through this now in her life and she's not available to our friendship. And I don't want a friendship off. Like I, I want to, you know, basically what she was telling me is, is when we're together, I want you to be with me. Like I want you to be present in the relationship and not always absent-minded and, and all taken by your life. And it's true. I'm an intense person. And sometimes when I focus on something, when I go deep into something, when I'm into a relationship or something, I tend to focus a lot of my time and energy in that. This is how I am. And I came to accept it. But she also knows me. And uh, again, we, we kind of went our ways very respectfully with no anger. It's just life. And then something happened. I called her up. We went for tea. And it was like if it was yesterday, it was like if we never left. And I remember at the time she said, oh, my God, let's get out of here. I don't want tea. I want wine or champagne or something. <laughs> this is because I was telling her a lot of important things that were happening in my life at the time. And so our friendship, re, you know, kind of, we rebounded or just put the pause off and, and went on for years and, and until today. And lately something happened in her life. And This time I, I was able to be there for her. And I was so, I was not, I was sad for what happened to her, but I was so happy I was able to be there. I was so happy I was able to be present. I was so happy I was able to support her, to be the true friend and the true testimony to what a friendship is. I was totally present to her and That felt good. So what is your friendship story? Like, do you believe that friendship has to be uninterrupted to remain a friendship? If you have a friend that decides that they need to step back for their own sanity or their own, you know, life or for some personal reason, do you accept it? Do you let them go 
for a while, you know, if you know that this is a, a very healthy and true friendship that is just on pause. And again, this is all about your beliefs and this is all about how you see it. I could have seen this and she could have seen this as betrayal on both sides because we both had at one point were unable to support each other's. But the bottom, the strong bond, which is through bond, which is through relation, remained and is growing. And now we live very close to one another, like 15 minutes, which is amazing because she can come in the afternoon and bring her board and we go on the lake. And I can go and visit her garden and her kitchen garden. <laughs> and, you know, it's just good to have her around. I don't know how long this is going to last. Who knows, right? But I know for a fact that this is a true friendship. So I want you to think about the friends you had when you were a child. Just close your eyes now and pick one friend. One friend you had as a child. And tell me, this friend, this friendship made you feel? And it made you feel this way because... And it made you feel this way because. And if you could take two things of that friendship with you, what would that be? And if you could take two things, two elements of that friendship with you and carry it with you forever, what would that be? How is this person, this friendship made you feel? And what in your life today? is the same, same feeling. Might not be the same person, might not be the same relationship, might not be the same scenario, but the same feeling. What is the same feeling you're experiencing now in your life? For me, when I met my friend, if I think about this one, the feeling, she made me feel like I matter. She really made me feel like I matter. And, and I think in my life today, I do feel that I matter to many people. And uh, this is something that's changed a lot along the way. I feel that I am important to many people and that I matter to many people. And so that's the linking between this friendship and my life today. What is your linking between that friend that you chose? in your life today? What are your own beliefs about friendship? Do you think it's too late for you to have great friends? Do you think that friends always betray you? What is your story with friendship? What have you learned from your best friends? So I hope you like the story. It's a very meaningful relationship in my life and it's been meaningful for more than four decades now and so I want to pay tribute to my friend she will know who she is and I also want to pay tribute to all the friends in the world that supports one another that are able to build bond intimacy 
and are able to be true to themselves too and sometimes walk away and put their friendship on pause and come back. When it's true friendship, we know it. It's just like if it was yesterday. Voila. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Think about your friends when you were a child. And if you have children, pay attention to their friendships. How do they react? What kind of friends they have? What kind of behavior do they have with their friends? Do they fawn? Do they fight? <laughs> do they try to do they try to, you know, do anything they can to get friends? Do they feel rejected? This is a a very good topic and conversation to have with your children if you if you have children. So, until next time as you know, it's just a belief.